One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Oh my goodness. I love it. Welcome to the tweak this week. Okay. So this is a brand new segment for us. I think it's going to be so beneficial to our members listening who are following along, trying to lose the weight. Um, because this is where Kim group manager, Kim say hello, Kim. Hello everyone. (laughs) And myself are going to break down the tweak this week. Now the first few weeks of the program, all about following that food plan consistently hitting all the meals and snacks, making them nutrient rich, eating dissatisfaction, maximizing all of that. As we move forward from really week three and beyond, we're going to be making tweaks each week to the food plan. So this is what I mean by what you eat and when is going to change and evolve. So Kim and I are going to show up on Wednesdays and we're going to break down the tweak this week. We're going to give you a couple of days to implement the tweak. And then we're going to go through frequently asked questions, you know, any, you know, anything, just going to figure out where you guys are at with it and break it down and chat about it. Before we get into that, um, Kim, I think it'd be a great idea. First of all, I love that you're joining me because I, along with you and along with our, our spill the tea guest segments that we're still going to be doing our spotlights and whatnot, and our amazing team of program specialists, it's good to hear from other people other than me. It, I mean, I love hearing from you, so <laughs> I will argue with listening to you all the time, <laughs> but I agree there's, you know, there's, everyone's had a different experience and a different journey. So they're looking at it from a different lens. And I think the more voices that we add to it, the better, yeah. because something's going to resonate with somebody else. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about you and your journey. So you are the manager of the weight loss program. So you like Kim really has her pulse on where y'all are at, the kinds of questions that you're asking. Like I get a shift report that tells me the theme, the vibe, frequently asked questions, like, you know, anyone who's struggling so I can go in and sort of, you know, um, sort of, you know, add some words of wisdom or whatever. But Kim is really the one, because I'm doing a whole bunch of other things. Um, Kim is really the one who knows exactly what's going on in the group. Um, So manager of the group, um, maybe tell a little bit about your actual weight loss story, like kind of where you're at, where you've come from, maybe just kind to just give the people who aren't familiar or who are new to the program a little backstory. Sure. I would love to. So I have been following uh, you around for a few years now. I think it's been about four, but about two and a half working with you. And um, just to let some new members know who might be struggling with sticking with it, I did not stick with it for the first few times I did the program. I bailed. I decided not to listen to you and go and do my own thing. And it got me further behind rather than further ahead. So um, if you're struggling or if you were on your fourth program and you haven't followed through, um, that's totally normal. I'm with you. I'm still here to tell the tale. So I have faith that you guys are going to do the same. Um, I did. I lost uh, about 50 pounds and then I maintained that for about a year. I was hit with some um, shifts in hormones, some stress and a few situational changes in my life and started to feel not so good. 
my weight was creeping up a little bit, but most of all, I was starting to feel some of my old ways. So I decided to, um, that I wanted to continue on and try doing the program. I've since found out that I've had some major issues with my hormones. So I'm really excited to hear Dr. Olenka tomorrow. A lot of it revolving around menopause and the things that happen as we change, not the conversation, but my stuff in particular. So, um, you know, I'm looking for her words of wisdom tomorrow, but, um, yeah, I've been there. I've struggled with everyone along the way. And I think that sort of, uh, helps me to have some insight into what everyone's going through. So I use that to kind of help everyone else in the program whenever I can. Yeah. Like we, we know we, first of all, we care because we've been there. We get it. We really do understand. And it's also, this is about being really real. Like I, I'm noticing someone's comment is this is fun. Live at lunchtime. Maybe this is a spill the mint chocolate tea. <laughs> Whenever we're going to have to market our own brand of mint chocolate tea now or something. <laughs> so the backstory on people who may not know the in story on this is that um, in a recent Facebook live, um, I just, so I see comments coming up and so we can see all your comments as we're going live. And uh, I saw mint chocolate and I sort of went off about this whole thing about chocolate and feeding into that need and all of that. And anyway, they were talking about tea, which you can totally have mint chocolate tea at the end of the day, but it, it led to a great conversation. And that's what we have to be honest and we have to be real in order to really help people. And weight loss is hard. I mean, how would you describe weight loss? How would you describe it? Yeah, that's a great, that's a great way to describe it. You know, it's, it's hard. It's very emotional. I think it can be really traumatic for some people, especially those that been, you know, there's a lot of ways there's people that have been trying their whole lives, but there's also people who have never had to think about it that all of a Mm. sudden, maybe in their later years, 50s, 60s, 70s, changes start happening. And all of a sudden, they're having to deal with it. Maybe after having a baby, somebody deals with it. Maybe after a stressful life event, somebody notices or an injury or something. And there's a lot of, um, in a lot of places, there's a lot of shame involved in that and in weight loss. So that's what I love about the conversation around here is there's, there's no shame. Nothing's off topic. Nothing is TMI. It's all, you know, we want people to feel everything because it's part of it. It's an important part of it. And that's part of your journey. Oh, I just had a massive aha moment when we're talking about how weight loss is hard. Cause I I'm like, I used to say, it's not hard. You do this, your body will spawn like that. We'll figure it out for you. It's hard because of the reasons why you're here to begin with. Yes. Some people went through some very hard things, which have attributed attributed the, the body feeling the need to store fat for lack of a better you know, way to describe it. And you've been through hard things, which is why you are here, which is why losing the weight is hard because you're going to have to work through those same things. Yeah. Whether emotional or physical, you have to work through them. And, you know, the reason that people have, you know, gained weight, if it is something to do something physical, it might be a little extra work than somebody who's just been, you know, just had it because they've changed their lifestyle a little bit and need to clean it up a little bit. Everybody's coming from a different place. And even those people that just need to clean up their lifestyle a little bit, it can be hard for them too, depending on what's led to that. So we're always as a team, you know, everyone around here recognizes how hard that is for people. And uh, that's why we're happy to be here for you. 
All right. Speaking of, let's get into the tweak this week. We are in week three, our week of mindfulness. It's meant to start to work through issues in terms of recognizing how you use food for other things. When you just have to do what you need to do and consistently just keep doing that, it's easier said than done. So this can bring up, you know, the fact that you utilize food when you're bored or you use food when you're stressed or you use food when you're emotional. So this can really highlight this. The other thing that we are doing is we are really tuning into not just our food choices, but our portions in terms of asking the four sets of mindful eating questions. So how before I even eat, am I hungry? How's this portion for me? while I'm eating and am I feeling any effects with what if I was to stop now? What if I was to eat a few more bites? How did I know I ate enough to feel satisfied? And 10, 15 minutes later, how am I feeling right with the goal of feeling satisfied and not overly stuffed? So where are people at with that, with this, this week? Well, I think, you know, uh, returning members are super excited to dig in because it's something that they recognize they can always be working on. And by the end of the program, you recognize the importance in this, but I think for new members, um, myself included when I was a new member, I think this is the area where I really started to brush it off. Like, no, I just want to be told what to do, when to do. I don't want to have to think for myself and going, digging into mindfulness does make you pause and it makes you stop and think about what you're doing and really kind of get into your body and figure out where you are. And I think that's the struggle that people have is we're so used to not listening to our body. We're so used to ignoring cues and we're a lot of members are saying that, you know, they're not used to eating without distractions. They're not sitting down and eating their meal, especially, you know, at work or something like that. When you're eating at your desk, I know I'm guilty of that. I'll sit and yeah. eat at my desk so I can do other things like go for a walk on my lunch break or something. And all of these multitasking things that we do, um, even just going out for dinner with friends and stuff, those things can make it hard to really dig into how you're feeling. And it can be a little bit overwhelming this week because you're constantly looking each and every meal like, okay, I got to ask myself the questions. I got to stop and think that, but just know that it is going to come more naturally to you. It might feel like a struggle, like you're pushing it now, but as you do it and you get more practice, it becomes a habit. And just like the James Clear post that we posted today, that habit is going to work yes. its way into a change. So you mm -hmm. guys, will, you'll, you'll catch on. Don't worry. I'm loving some of the comments. Um, my emotion, my emotional and bored eating habits are the whole reason I joined this plan. Yeah. Like I love that you're aware of that. That's huge. The next one, I am such a fast eater. It's hard for me to try to be mindful, but I'm working on slowing down and being mindful. I mean, I love that. And even the next one, I got help, which has been so helpful in my grief. Like for so many, you see right there, just three of our members, boom, boom, boom one after the other dealing with different things, but the same things at the same time. And these are the things you are going to need to work through to get to the other side of your weight loss journey. So you are calm around food, not just physically, you know, obviously the way you, you lose weight with this process is going to help you maintain it easier, but it really comes down to the mental part of things and then reconnecting. And, you know, maybe rather than going for the mint chocolate, chocolate bar, you're going for a nice cup of mint chocolate tea at the end of the day if you're feeling really stressed you know it's like it's like learning new coping mechanisms you know creating new habits that support the really the life and the lifestyle of your dreams like that's you're in right now you're designing the life of your dreams that i mean you're living your best life every day if you've woke up if you woke up today you're living your best life but you're really just designing a life that you want how do you want to look how more importantly how do you want to feel you know how do you want to cope how do you want to 
So I love this. Okay. What else? What, what, what else? What are people well, talking about? Yeah. As far as mindfulness, I think some of the things are just, you know, understanding how this is going to set us up for success. So as you just mm. said, just setting you up for the life that you want, you know, as we move through the program and move into maintenance and into the finally and forever that all of our members are striving and that's their destination. Um, this is something that's going to support you along the way. So just understanding yeah. that it's not just a tweak that we're focusing on this week, like all that's of the true. tweaks, these are things we're learning and we're carrying them through the program. And this one is super important. Um, I think, you know, slowing down, taking the time to listen to your body and stuff are all things that can help, but just not trying to necessarily feeling you need to be perfect. I think it was Lori Rowe, one of our longtime members who oh, said, boy. don't confuse consistency with perfection and consistently doing this. You're not going to be perfect. You're not going to get the perfect answer. You're going to probably feel like you're full 10 minutes after some meals, or maybe you'll feel like you're hungry 10 minutes after some meals because you didn't nail that satisfaction in the moment. But every time you do it, you're being consistent and you're setting yourself up for success and for those good habits. So we don't expect you to be perfect. We expect this to be something that you're going to work on through the whole rest of the program. Yeah, because it's, it's hard to be perfect because it's ever changing. Your body's needs change. What you're learning changes. Like the whole program is so systematic that one week leads into the next, leads into the next, leads into the next. And you're building on what you're learning and building on the changes that your body is making. And it's, it's very, it's, it's fast moving. So if you spend time trying to perfect one area of it, you know what I mean? Like it, it's, it, you'll have an, you'll have an opportunity to continue to work through all of these things throughout the rest of the program. This isn't like your one shot at nailing what it feels like to feel satisfied with those four questions. Those four questions, uh, to Kim's point, we want you asking them so often that by the time you're done this program, you won't have to ask them because you will just know. Like, I don't have to ask four questions. I know looking at my food, it's too much. It's not enough. I, I'll know how I'm going to feel before I even eat it. Like, I, I love eating a Big Mac as much as anybody else, but I know just like looking at that Big Mac, I'm going to have a bellyache right after, you know, um, I, I, I just know. And that's because I've just asked those questions so often and I've trained my brain to be in tune. And that's where we want you guys to go with this. Okay. Sorry. Back to you. Well, there's, so there's a couple areas where members are a little bit confused. So some questions that they have, one of them, a big one that I noticed this week is a bit of a theme is what if I'm not hungry? How do I dig into those, you know, four steps of mindful eating when I don't even want to eat and I'm just having my token bites? So that's a big Ooh. one. Okay. So I find that I can go from not being hungry at all. Like Tony will be like, Hey, do you want breakfast? Or, Hey, you ready for lunch? Or, Hey, you want snack? And I'll be like, I'm not really all that hungry, but cause I'm focused on a bunch of other things. And then the minute I sit down I and start eating, I'm actually, I'm like, Holy shit. I what? I was actually, apparently I was really hungry for that. So sometimes I'm distracted. So I'm not really tuning into if I'm hungry because I'm just too busy. So I will sit down many times thinking I'm not hungry and then eat all of my food because it turns out as soon as I start to eat, I actually, I notice how hungry that I am. Um, it's the same thing, like bringing awareness to when you're hungry. It's also just as important to bring, to really understand when you're not hungry and what that really feels like. You still want to follow through on those token amounts but just in case you're in a situation where you're not hungry, but then you sit down and you start eating and you notice that you are hungry, you want to pay attention to that. You also want to know what it feels like to eat when you're not hungry. 
and making yourself eat something that you're not hungry for, albeit just three or four bites in order to stimulate your digestive system. But you need to recognize when you're eating and you're not hungry. How many of you have done this where you see something on the table and you just grab it and you start eating it and then you turn around and you're like, why am I eating this? Like, I'm actually not even hungry for this. So to recognize that you're eating something you're not even hungry for because maybe you grabbed it out of habit like that, that's something to learn. That's, you can see how it's just like, oh, I love this program. So multi-leveled and layered. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that is such a good point. So if you're not feeling hungry, guess what? You're already winning at the four steps to mindful eating because you recognize that you weren't hungry. Yeah. So you're doing yeah. better than you think. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Um, you know, some other members are noticing that, um, they're getting full faster as they eat or that they're feeling full now that they're paying attention 10, 15 minutes later. So they're, you know, asking questions about that. And again, that's a good sign that they're paying attention, that you're noticing that, but in the moment now they're wondering, so what do I do? What do I do now that I recognize I'm feeling full, but I'm not done the portion that I thought was good for me. Okay. This. So first of all, it's normal because you're starting to pay attention to your body's cues. So it's going to talk to you, but really loud hunger cues do not, or clear hunger cues do not mean more food. It can be just your body really clearly letting you know that, Hey, it's time to eat. And remember hunger is not an immediate need. Your body's checking in on you. It's saying, Hey, heads up based on our energy reserve. You might want to think about getting something to eat because you're going to have to find the food, prepare the food, eat the food. And then the food's going to have to digest through your digestive system. So a lot of times you're picking up on more enhanced cues because you're bringing awareness and you're paying attention, but you know, really loud cues don't mean that I need more food. So you may notice that you're really hungry, but then as soon as you start to eat, you actually get full a lot quicker than you normally would. Um, it is freaking people out to be leaving food on their plate, which is one of the things that we're going to be dealing with next week with that tweak of downsizing. So many of you are taught to just eat everything on your plate. I had someone reach out the other day. They're like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I am just so overly full after every single meal and snack. I'm like, well, you're probably eating way too much. Like, why are you eating to the point where you're like so full and uncomfortable? <laughs> like what? But sometimes you have to point these things out, right? So this is why you may not even be aware. And you are literally, because you've been taught your entire life, just cleaning everything off your plate. 
you when when actually we start to downsize next week, you may start to notice when you need to leave food on your plate or portion out less, that might freak you out. Food scarcity, food waste issues are really real. So some of you are starting to notice that that is popping up. So we got to get in tune to our hunger cues. This is why portions are never what they what they look like. They will always be what they feel like. And some of you have some pretty messed up connections when it comes to what you need to eat and how much you need to eat based on what you were taught. You know, so yeah, it's so fascinating. It's so cool. I know that. And that's the my favorite thing about this week is sort of how it sets us up for next week, really getting in tune with how you feel when you're eating. You, the goal is kind of this week to kind of understand and listen to your body signals and figure out what those signals are when your body is like satisfied, you've almost had enough. Because next yeah. week, you take it a step further it'll, you know, be that much easier if you really dug into what you're doing this week and ask those questions. Yeah, this is the one week that people really don't, they, they continue to count weight measure, count points. Like they don't really understand how important it is um, for whatever reason to be asking those four questions and really diving in to be as aware and in tune as possible. Because what happens is as we move forward in the program, we always get people who say, oh, you know, now I'm starting to realize why it was so important to be asking those four questions. I blew them off. I didn't really pay attention. I thought it was just horseshit or whatever it was. It was just like woo hooey. And then they come back and they're like, should I go back and, and, and start doing that and repeat that, that mindfulness week because they realize how important it is. And it's so hard when you don't know what's coming and you're a new member to understand the importance of this week. But I, I mean, maybe this is why we're having this conversation right now is we're trying to highlight the importance of it midweeks to still give you time to jump in and get on it, you know? Yes. And it's also never too late to start being more mindful. Never too late. So, you never know, if late. you're, if you don't have the capacity for it right now, then, uh, then yeah, then it's something that you can continue to work on and you'll get better and better at it. I want to read this question here. This is my second group. And I feel this is my second group. And I feel like I have a bigger appetite metabolism related from first group till now I've lost 53 pounds. Perhaps that's changing my metabolism. Yes, this, this is why it's so important that portions are what they feel like, not what they look like. And this is a mistake that a lot of people make coming off of their previous group, having lost weight and their portions being a certain size. And then, yeah, your metabolism, which is the amount of energy or the rate at which your body works has changed. You're healthier. It's faster, more efficient. You're stronger, all of those things. So it makes sense that at some time, you know, in certain situations, you may need more food than, than less food. So you can't, you don't want to like just be stuck on portions that you ate last time because you could need more this time. So if you're a returning member, that's what this is all about. This is all about you now getting in tune with this body right here, right now, today. Forget about what happened last group or where you were at. So a lot of people are afraid to, you know, increase their portions. I call it one egg, three egg. One day you might need one egg. The next day you might need three eggs. The next day you might skip breakfast altogether because you're not even hungry for it, right? And that can change day to day to day, right? So this is this is really about getting in tune to that, especially if you are a returning member. Exactly. Oh, here's another one. I blew off the four questions. My first round. Now it's hitting home and I have started asking my kids the questions. Also stop making them eat everything on their plate. Yeah, it can take some time. It can take some time to, to get there and work through that. So I don't I don't want to make it seem so easy, but stressing the importance, it can take you a while to get really in tune with your body's needs and your portions. Yeah. And I think it's something that we definitely will be 
sort of putting a microscope to over the next few weeks with the yeah. tweaks that we have. Like it's yeah. definitely digging into that. Like we said, it's the basis of it, but we're going to be building on it. And, you know, that's, that's our role is to support you guys as you go through this. So, you know, do what you can ask all of the questions that you need about it and just be willing to play around with it. Don't beat yourself up. If you're full after a meal, take it to be like, Oh, okay. Think back, maybe journaling into that meal. Like, Oh, I did do that big sigh partway through the meal and sat back and took a pause. Maybe that was my body sign that I had had enough and I was almost ready to stop eating, you know, get it really in tune with those things and have fun with it and see if you can kind of pick up on some of those things. Okay. Well, here's another one. The first time here trying the four questions, but my body's saying, I don't know the answers. Yeah. I mean, this is so normal. It's going to take practice. Your, your brain has to be wired. You have to create the habit of asking. It's just like, have you ever drank alcohol or ate something and got so sick on it? Just the thought of it is like, no, I can't, I can't do it. You know, or you're in the, you know, Thanksgiving weekends coming up, you're in the buffet line and you're adding food to your plate and you just know, okay, this is way too much food, right? Like you, you have it, you were born with the ability to be in tune, right? Intuitive eating. It's, it's, it's something that you've always known, but we've, a lot of us have been taught to disconnect from that. So you have it, you're going to, you can do it. It just takes a little bit of practice to, to get it, get in tune with it. Okay. I'm cognizant of the time. Um, what else, what else, what else are we talking about? We just, you know, I wanted to recap last week, the tweak was consistency and maximizing. This is something we want to carry on throughout the program. So this is not something, as I was saying before, these tweaks aren't something that we are doing it for a week and then we're sort of leaving it behind and moving on to the next thing. It's more of like, as you use the analogy of building a house and we're building this foundation and we're adding a little bit every time, every week we're adding something to our house. So consistency and maximizing, I know it's a lot to focus on. You talked about this the other day in your live about all of the things that we want to focus on, but like it's a be consistent with the things that you've been doing. Those things are habits you've already been building. Try not to drop the ball on those, but use that as a way to kind of lift up this week's tweak. Be consistent with asking those questions. You know, be gracious. If you are running to a meeting and you haven't eaten for three hours and you need to eat something quickly, don't beat yourself up about not being able to do it. But when you can make the effort, take the time and make the effort to get this done. And still, Try not to drop the balls on those other things like moving your body and managing stress and getting your water in. Yeah. Consistency, maximizing, and mindfulness are the base of the program. And each week we will be making specific tweaks to the program, but those will remain constant. Whatever tweak we're making, you want to be consistent about it. You always want to maximize each at the beginning of each new week, always a great idea to be max pulling at that maximizing post and looking for areas of opportunities, things that you can focus on besides the food, the water, any supplements, like constantly keep that in the forefront of your mind. And then mindfulness is meeting yourself where you're at each day. Someone was just talking about cortisol. How do cortisol levels affect appetite and weight loss? Mine is high. I mean, we're going to get into that maybe with Dr. Alinka tomorrow, but what you need to do is be in the moment now, regardless of your appetite, right? And really focus on giving your body what it needs. So if you are in tune, asking the four questions, you are consistent with the changes that you need to make week to week, and you are maximizing your efforts, like with cortisol, managing your stress levels, moving your body, right? Trying to get better sleep. You're going to address that. So if you think your issue is high cortisol, okay, maybe it is, but 
doing everything that we're doing on the program and plan is exactly what you need to do to address that. So that's kind of how that all works together. Okay. Uh, where are we going now? Are we talking about the tweak next week yet? Yeah. So next week's tweak and all, all of it, I mean, we kind of, everybody's anxious to get the scale moving. So yeah. this is kind of where we start talking about that in week four, but it is all of those things that we've been doing up till now that are going to support you being consistent with everything you're doing is what's going to support the scale moving. Now yeah. we're going to start talking about that. That doesn't necessarily mean that the scale is going to start moving as soon as day one of week four hits, but it means that we're ready to start having the conversation and you've built a little bit of a, a base for yourself and some healthy habits and we can start pushing ourselves to, you know, get the body's attention. Okay. So don't start with week four's tweak. Now we still have to finish up our week three tweak. Um, week four is all about downsizing. So it's taking, it's doing the exact same thing you're doing this week, but eating a few bites less. And because you've been consistently eating enough to feel satisfied when you decrease the amount that you are eating, your body is going to notice, right? But at the end of the day, you have to remember my biggest piece of advice for next week's tweak is understanding it's less about eating less. And it's more about the issues and associations that can be brought up. This is the one week that most resembles like a diet. People are like, oh, I'm starving and I'm deprived. No, you are not. You are just noticing that you are eating slightly less this week than what you were eating last week. But because you spent so much time getting you in tune and your body is talking to you, it's letting you know that it's noticing. And you have to remember right now, this week, you have been focused on feeding the size body that you are now eating dissatisfaction for the size body you are in now. And I'm assuming you are here and looking to lose weight. We do this tweak for one week and then we bring it back to satisfaction again. People are so nervous about this tweak because it brings up a lot of feels. It brings up food waste issues, food scarcity issues. It makes people feel hungry because your body's noticing you're still eating five, six times a day. Some people still utilizing bonus snacks, nutrient rich foods. You could have eaten a lot of food before, but there was no nutrient value in that food for you. So nobody will be starving next week, even though we will be eating slightly less than what you've been used to eating. It scares the shit out of people. I'm going to be fully transparent. But then what happens as soon as the week is done, everyone's like, oh, well, I, that's it. I could totally go back and do that again. And people always say, oh man, I could have totally, I can go back. I can do that better, but we will give you another opportunity to repeat that. So if you're a returning member, you're going to dive right in with downsizing, push those limits. If you are a new member, it's, it's, it's normal to feel a little nervous about it, to have the feels with it. Your first week is a practice week. We know that, um, you'll have another opportunity to repeat it, but this is why we're having this conversation this week to talk about the tweak this week and also give you a sneak peek at next week, hoping it's going to help give you the advantage. So we're going to tell you probably how you're going to be feeling before you feel that way. So hopefully that'll put your mind at ease. That's this helping at all. <laughs> it's, help it's helping me. I'm already feeling better about next week. <laughs> it is, but I think, you know, it goes down to just that fear and everything. Yeah. Take this week and really dig into the mindfulness this week. That's going to set you up for success next week because you're going to be in tune with how you're feeling in the moment. You're going to be in tune. You're going to notice the difference between, you know, hunger and your migrating motor complex because you recognize you weren't really hungry. You ate to satisfaction yeah. and you still yeah. felt that rumble after. So I think really yeah. digging into this week is what's going to set people up for success when they start on Monday with the downsizing. Monday's Thanksgiving. 
I know. People are planning their in Canada's Thanksgiving, and I really hope people are planning their dinners on Sunday night. I don't know, mine's on Sunday night, and I will not be downsizing the turkey dinner on Sunday night. But it's, I feel like every group it seems to fall on a long weekend. After I long know. Weekend. You know what? I just like we wait so long to dig our heels in and make it about like it, it is. This is where we actually start to try to get the body to focus on fat loss. Not that it's like day one you're gonna you know see the scale move necessarily, and it would still be normal for people not to see any movement for a couple of weeks still. Um, but it, it always falls on a holiday. It seems like, but I'm like, yeah, fuck it, we're here for it. But you know, also there's nothing you can do on a weekend that can't be undone. So maybe you don't start the first day of downside. Maybe start the next day, whatever. Like, you know, same thing. Well, it's going to be how you're feeling in the moment. So maybe that'll affect how you're feeling because you'll need be more hungry or less hungry, but you still want to be in tune with that. So either way, you still want to do your best to listen to your so, body. I love the conversation on the tweak this week. I also love the sneak peek at the tweak next week. And I'm already looking forward to our conversation mid week. On that note, we got to go. <laughs> Thanks so much, Gina. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, everyone. Have a great rest of your week. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.